World Podcast number 319 for Wednesday, September 12th, 2012. Hello again, listeners. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Philip Michaels, your host for this week. And what a week we've had. What a day we've had. Apple with many, many product announcements, one of which we probably expected. Others... Maybe a little bit of a surprise, and here to talk about it are the gentlemen who live-blogged today's event for Macworld and other sites. So it seems we have a new iPhone, or at least we will have a new iPhone in about mm, 10 days from now. Why don't you tell us about it, Dan? Well, uh, a lot of the stuff that we we saw was stuff that was widely expected. For example, the the marquee feature of the new iPhone 5 is that for the first time, Apple's made a larger screen. So not just like with the 4 and the 4S where they improve the number, the resolution uh, and the pixels on the screen to provide a sharper image. It's actually physically larger. It's four inches in diagonal. But instead of going huge with the crazy phone tablet hybrids of like that Android developers are making, they decided to just increase the height dimension. So it's taller but not any wider. And and that's the total phone is 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 a little bit taller, right? Yeah, yeah it's the, the phones. It's surprisingly not as tall because I think they've managed to cut some space out of the bezels at the top and bottom, right? So it's like it's like a few I don't know what like it's less than an inch taller. It's definitely like is what a few centimeters or something like that. Yeah, but, and it's not a lot, but it's not a lot. But it didn't uh, come across as one of those. I guess the Galaxy Note. No, size you don't need things. a you don't need like a stylus to like. No, nor nor is it like the Galaxy S3, which is okay. a big – I mean it's big all around. It's big – it's taller and wider than the iPhone and Apple just isn't going in that direction. It's This is a bigger screen diagonally, but that's because it's taller. It's no wider. And, and they made a big point about how this means that even though you can get a lot more stuff on the screen like content in the vertical orientation or video in the widescreen orientation, you can still use it with your thumb. Like you, there's no part of the screen you can't reach like that you're going to type with or stuff like that. So right. it's still very fan, hand-friendly. It'll fit in your pocket. All that stuff. They preserve that element of it while still providing room for more content and larger, uh, you know, larger video stuff like that. Yeah, that's been the knock on on some of the devices, like the Samsung devices, is that the the screen is big and and beautiful, but if you're holding it in one hand and there's a button you need to tap in the upper right hand corner, you have to, you know, you have to take the other hand and go and tap it because your 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 well thumb have, can't reach it. Might as well have a tablet at that point. Yes. Now, what does this mean for my favorite apps that I've come to know and love? How will they look on the dead? Bill, yeah, they're, they're gone. Dead. Oh dear, it's over. The app store is closed. Oh. Well, <laughs> that's good news. So you know how when you when you watched a uh, uh, a widescreen movie on a on an old four by three TV, or these days you watch an old TV show that was that was shot in four by three on a on a, on a widescreen TV, you get the black bars, the letterbox bars at the mm-hmm. top or bottom, or there's another name for the ones that are on the sides, and I can never remember what it is, but it's some other kind of box. Suffice it to say, it's a box. box. Anyway, that's what the iPhone five does. Is is in uh, the older apps will run with black bars either if you're in if you're in landscape mode on the sides and if you're in portrait mode top and bottom and uh, they're just black bars that you may not even notice other than suddenly you know a little bit less of your your screen is being lit up. But presumably, uh, developers are going to. Uh, and may already be in the process of updating their their apps to run on the new iPhone and yes. take advantage of the new screen. Yeah, I mean the simplest thing, it seems like in some cases you can just basically pretty easily take a, advantage of the larger content if you've got a very simple – like if you had a Twitter app, you can make your Twitter app show more tweets. Like 
that would probably you, not you just be too make difficult. Make the view taller, right? Exactly. Looks like a mail. Their demo of mail. If you got something like a game that yeah. really depends on being a particular size, it might take a little more work to get it rejiggered. Right. And there are some instances they showed off a couple of apps, for example, from CNN and Open Table, where the developers actually use that space to do more stuff. Like an Open Table, they borrowed a little bit from their iPad right. UI and had like a little rotating wheel at the bottom with photos of different restaurants. So right. instead of having just one taller list, they've made a shorter list and right. then had room for sort of a second pane of, of content. And I assume developers, probably as we speak, they're posting an update to the developer stuff so that iOS developers can run this new, run the new screen size in the iOS simulator that they use to test out their apps so that it, on launch day, a lot of the apps will already have been updated to uh, support the iPhone 5 size. Now, when last we gathered in this room, or at least the last time I gathered and was all alone with the disembodied voices of my friends, uh, <laughs> We, I have dreams like that. Yeah. Nightmares. That mm. We talked about um, the camera and typically uh, Apple improves the camera each time it uh, each time it uh, updates the iPhone. That happened this time. Was it sort of the modest improvements we were talking about then or, or are these uh, kind of significant? These are kind of remains to be seen improvements because Apple likes – they don't like to talk about specs necessarily. They like to talk about technologies and what they put into it. And so we get a whole laundry list of things that have been improved. There's a new image signal processor. There's all these things, algorithms that have been tweaked. Sapphire. Sapphire. Bombay Sapphire. Lens. I mean Sapphire. Sapphire lens. bullets of pure love. <laughs> <laughs> um, so all these things supposedly combine to make a camera that just takes better pictures. But And, and there is a megapixel. Eight megapixels now. I believe the previous one was five on the wow. 4S. So many numbers. I don't remember, but that's yeah, what's on the it's new. A better that's what's on the new iPod Touch, I think. So maybe they might be using yeah. the same camera. But so they look into the lens and into the software and the hardware that's behind it. But they don't necessarily talk about like hard specs and numbers in the same way that a lot of other smartphone manufacturers like to do. So I, I so far I'd say it seems like a fairly modest improvement. But we'll have to see how the look when we've taken some pictures with them. Yeah. What about the uh, panorama uh, feature built into the camera? Yeah, it's fun. I got to try it out. I made a one a, a, in a crowded room, a very boring panorama of people standing around a table. Phones, but uh, it's in the iPhone and the new iPod Touch as well. And it's uh, I, I wanted to see the software because I have uh, I have a, a Pano app on my current iPhone, and the way it works is you know you hold up your phone and then tap. And then it align it has you align sort of the edge of the yeah. last shot with the next. It never worked very well for me. Yeah, and that's not how this works. The, the way this works is you you uh, go to the kind of other button where your HDR setting and your grids, and there's a panorama button. You tap it, and then it says, "Okay, hold it up," and 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 press the the start button basically, and then you um, you're supposed to just pan along with the camera. Uh, you don't press any more buttons. It's going to figure. And if you go too fast, a little thing yeah. pops up and says, not, slow down. I'm not patient enough for this. It told me that because I was like, I'm getting to the end. I'm, getting, oh, I'm just going to finish it. It's like, no, no, slow down. too fast. Slow down. But it gives you warning. You just you slow down a little bit. Arrow that you have and to it's keep. got like a little level. Sometimes what will happen is you sweep high and low as you move around. And then when the panorama gets uh, gets built, it's uh, it, you can't really crop it to look right. It looks funny because I think there's something in the way we humans turn around that your sense of level is off. So it gives you a level and says, you know, keep it keep it right here. And then you say you're done and that's it. And it, it puts it together really fast too. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of amazing. Yeah. From what I saw. It's I, very cool. I, I, I will, we're talking about the camera still that I was vindicated and they did in fact in, update the front-facing camera, which is now a FaceTime HD camera. We'll shoot oh. video at 720p um, and include some other nifty improvements there. So there is 
improvement to that as well. But no audiobooks app. No audiobooks app. I think uh, he's uh, lost out on that. Win some, that. lose some, Dan Moore. That's all right. That's all right. Um, LTE uh, support. With a lot of uh, different. Explain the alphabet soup of wireless. Uh, uh, why, wireless oh my God, why is everybody thing. talking like it's between Jeff Bezos and like and Phil Schiller? Like we've heard wireless. About wireless a ton. Like, it, you think it's new? I feel like 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 Glenn Fleischman and the and the and of wireless uh, nerds are all like rolling around somewhere going. <laughs> standards now uh, so lte it's in the ipad 3 um if you get the lte model and that's the that's the technology fastest 4g networks worldwide are being built with long-term evolution is what it stands for and so with this device they they took they they showed uh, logos of all these uh different companies it's uh yeah, uh, U.S. and Canada, there's lots and lots of uh, LTE carriers. In Asia, there are a lot of LTE carriers that are rolling out. In Europe, not so much. T-Mobile's yeah. got it. And then there's this Everything Everywhere, which is a combination of and two carriers in the U.K. Well, it's two. It's two. Oh, it's. it's, it's I think it's like Orange and T-Mobile that got mm-hmm. slammed together and created this new. I'm, I'm not sure, but it's, it's two like, companies. It's like Lyman, and, and they just right. yeah, exactly. They just came together and they made one new thing called EE, uh, and they. LTE network. So it's less in Europe, uh, more in North America and Asia uh, and Australia, I think, to a yeah, certain extent. Yeah, there were a decent right? number in Australia and yeah, parts so, of Asia. So, but it's super fast. I mean, there's no doubt about it. It, it, it takes more um, – their 3G data and 4G data um, battery time was the same. It was eight hours. Yeah, so. well, the, and the other sort of caveat is that there are, these networks are still rolling out from the carriers. So right. if you're in a – lot a, of times you're dr- going to drop back. If you're in a big urban you know, area, you probably – have it like in in sort of major metropolitan areas but you get much outside the cities and you're probably going to taper off pretty quick back to the 3g which is i mean 3g is pretty fast but right the- but it, here in the u.s uh verizon's got really good 4g coverage um uh, sprint and, and uh, at&t, AT&T not so much kind of building it out i was uh I, 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 at&t in san francisco has a really nice lte network the one in new york is not bad i went to boston it wasn't there wasn't one you know and yeah so I'm so I, and T-Mobile. seattle and there wasn't one T-Mobile there is also building out their yeah. lte network i believe so if you have yeah. to acquire an unlocked iPhone and hmm. so anyway, it's it's uh, it's new and uh, it's coming, but it's going to mean uh, it's shockingly fast. I mean, it, they they said it can even be faster than your home Wi-Fi. I mean, depending on how fast your home internet connection is and how good your Wi-Fi is, I found that that was that was absolutely true. That that I got in some cases better speeds on the iPad in LTE than I did on our office network Wi-Fi, which is. Amazing, and the, so. the Wi-Fi got a couple modest upgrades as well. Uh, most importantly, I think the five they have five gigahertz support now, dual band support right. for eight hundred two eleven n gets it out of the uh, the uh, lower bandwidth range, which is full the, of junk. I believe of it's the cordless last, phones and things. I think it's the last Apple device to get five gigahertz support. Too. It sounds right. Everything else has it. I yeah, mm. yeah. So that's good. That's good because a lot of, there's just so much junk in the in the lower frequencies, and and so if you ha- get bad Wi-Fi or you turn on your microwave and your signal drops and stuff like that, that's because you know uh, you're using a, a device in the wrong band and so going to five gigahertz is a, is going to be nice for wi-fi people and, wi-fi people and i guess the um other new feature we should talk about are is the is the new uh uh the, the end well the end of the 30 pin dock connector uh, and now pour one out for the dock connector so and so we'll it's pause as a, the third generation ipod yeah, i believe 2003, 2003 yes yeah so um, we'll pause as our listeners grab all their 30-pin connectors and go go add them to the no, bonfire no, that will no, be visible no. from heaven. There are adapters, Phil. No, no. Burn them. There are adapters. Burn them, listeners, because there. today 
Lightning's the word. <laughs> lightning. Thunderbolt and lightning. Very Sorry. Yes. Thunderbolt and lightning. Yes. Very, tell, very frightening. Tell, tell me about the lightning. <laughs> Have you been struck by lightning, Phil? Um, Does it strike you in some it's way? More like grease lightning. I, yes. Uh, it's, it's um, you know, so it's new. It's it's a t- much much smaller connector. Uh, than the iPod dock, and it I, I is reversible. So unlike the iPod connector, unlike USB connectors, it's symmetrical like USB and the iPod dock, but you can plug it in either way, which was, of course, the frustration with the others is you'd be like, is this it? No. It's this, right? And then you flip it over. Like your, and, uh, so like your MagSafe. You can, yeah. you can put it in any, any way you want Any it. way you want it, that's the way you – yeah, anyway. A lot of song lyrics. Lots of song lyrics. In this segment of the podcast. <laughs> yes. So we are so, going to have to pay a lot of royalties. It's very small. It's, it's very small and that is great for Apple's industrial design because Apple's devices are getting so small and thin that it was turning into – just as people talk about like – uh, PC laptops that get gated by the fact that they've got to have a VGA adapter or VGA connector on them and VGA is huge. Apple's devices were getting gated by the size of the dock connector. So now they've gone – plus it's 2003 technology, right? And things have come a long There's way a since stuff. then. I mean there's support for FireWire in the 30-pin connector, which hasn't been used yeah. on an iPod or iOS I mean they retasked it, I think, for something else. But, but, but yeah, I mean back in the day, this was a FireWire device and then they made it FireWire and USB and now it's USB only. And now they're just saying forget it, new thing. And that this really speaks to that whole – I mean if there was one thing that got continually referenced in the iPhone, it's how much smaller all the pieces are that go right. into it and how much more space that means and the fact that it's thinner and lighter without – you know, while doing everything the 4S does and more. Yeah, it is and it is noticeably lighter. Yes. I mean it, we, we got out our iPhone 4Ss and compared them to the to the 5 and it, yeah. it, it's, it's noticeably lighter. Some of that is because it's spread over a larger distance because it's taller. But uh, and it's noticeably thinner. Yeah. But you can tell it's it's not just you know spread out. Um, I mean the four S smaller volume nice, and it's lighter. The four S has a nice always had a nice heft to it yeah. and you know a little bit of heaviness. But that's almost entirely gone with the five. It feels almost yeah. It's a lot lighter. Yeah, it's really light. Yeah. So you've you've held the iPhone five in your hands. I haven't and, washed my hand yet. Yes. Well, please please don't. Um, uh, unlike. Those of us who are following along with the live blog, we can we can read your stirring words and your your stellar descriptions, but we don't have the experience of actually of holding it and seeing right. it in action. And we don't live blog that part of no, our experience. No, because that, that's after that's afterwards. Yeah. How can we hold it in our hands if we were typing? Precisely, precisely. Mm. So, I guess the question that I'm building up to here, I can't wait. I can't wait till I think of it either. <laughs> is uh, what is it? Well, what's it like? What's the experience? What What do you think? Because honestly, I'm reading Twitter, which is a terrible, That's a bad thing, idea. A terrible <laughs> thing to do during should be during getting back Apple to work. Yeah. announcement. Well, because it's just it's everyone has to be all snarky and right. and. Uh, and, That's uh, our job in the live blog. Exactly. Yeah. Get off of Twitter with your snarkiness. Yeah, and, and, and territory. I, I believe one one tweet that I saw was, "Wow, there's no NFC and no oh. no wow factor and no wow factor." So, so tell me, huh. is there a wow factor? What, what, what's your assessment of this well, phone well, first, from the brief time you've for, had? It? First off, there are lots of people who like to make a, a laundry list of features, and well, I'm sure there's already charts being generated on some website that are Blue here are many points. features that are available in other devices that aren't in the iPhone, and the answer. Is and you know I think NFC is a good example where Google has said NFC might be something someday and so they slapped it into a bunch of their their devices but nobody's actually using it for anything and Apple just Apple doesn't do that Apple doesn't stick something in a device unless it's got a whole story about how it's going to get used and Apple I think when we see with uh, pass 
Passbook, right? Is yes. that what it's called? Passbook. You know, Apple well, doesn't they, believe in NFC. Apple believes in screens with data on them, with barcodes right. that you can scan with readily available barcode and, and scanners. And if it came to something like, uh, you know, NFC being more widespread, I think they would happily add it. In the same way that there were a lot of people suggesting that the 4S would have LTE. And in the same way that the first iPhone didn't have 3G, right? Yeah. You know, they wait yeah. until those technologies are mature. Apple, Apple didn't adopt Bluetooth for a long well, time. Because the thing you don't want to do is build in something, say, oh, this totally tanked and then take it out, right? Yeah, like right. That's, that's kind of, you know, not a great product strategy. But, but anyway, to answer your original question before mm-hmm. I ranted about, about specs. Well, um, and let me just say, listeners, that you can see one of those spec charts soon on Tech High. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we have to check. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. It, it, Exactly. L- mm. LTE, check. NFC, X. X, failure. But, but as you were saying. Uh, holding, these, um, holding these devices, you know, it is, it's what Apple does with these products. You know, if you looked at the original I- iPhone and you looked at this, you would say these are, these are, you know, related to each other. Every version, this is the, despite the name, the sixth generation iPhone, um, it, it gets – it moves forward. They haven't reconceptualized. It's not like the Nano, which changes every time the wind shifts direction. The, the iPhone just keeps on evolving a little bit here and there. So the processors are faster and it's lighter and thinner, which is which is what Apple prefers to do. And it, the screen is bigger and it's still a nice, beautiful screen. And it's, you know, it's it's. I was surprised at how thin it is because getting an iPhone to be that thin is uh, kind of amazing. But this is what Apple does. This is what they're all about. It's not a revolutionary iPhone that's not like any other iPhone that came before. But if you look at the success the iPhone has had, does Apple really need to do that right now? It, it's a pretty successful product as it is. I don't see Apple needing to throw it away just to – so they, they advance the ball just like they did the last time and the time before that and the I'll, time before that. I'll, despite the form factor being slightly redone, I think that you know, there's a clear indication here that for one thing, you know, this is still iterative. Um, for another, I didn't get the same impression from the taller screen that I got from, say, seeing a retina display for the first time where the, the first retina display was really, wow, that looks much better than what we had before. This Head, one heads are being looks, nodded vigorously listeners. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one, I mean, and the taller screen is nice, and I think the issues are that it remains to be seen how that's going to play out in terms of apps, you know, yeah. evol- you know, evolving and taking advantage of that information. In some ways, because it's not so noticeably outwardly bigger or taller, it's, you know, thinner and smaller and all this, it doesn't feel like oh my god, this thing is totally brand new and totally different. But it's still a very nice iteration yeah. on, on the 4S. Um, and I think, you know, given that they fit all these capabilities in, added a bunch of new stuff, and you've got a phone that's even more compact and, you know, with all these extra features, that's no small thing. Well, and comparing um, what Apple's doing to what its competitors are doing is also difficult because Apple has one phone. You know, this is the phone that Apple, this is the iPhone. It's the only iPhone, right? I mean, they'll sell some of the previous generation models, but they're not the Galaxy iPhone S3. Yeah, exactly. It's not part of a range. You know, uh, uh, an Android phone maker can make a five inch phone with a stylus if they want to, or, or, you know, there are lots of variations they can do. Apple picks one design. And this is why when some people will say, well, why doesn't it have all of these other things? It's like, you know, Apple doesn't experiment by trying a bunch of different things. Apple picks the thing that it thinks is going to be the best single thing and does that. We haven't gotten to the point yet where there's an iPhone mini or anything like that. This is the iPhone. There's only one. And so they they 
are pretty conservative with what they do, especially since it's worked really well. So I think that's part of it that sometimes people lose track of is that you know Apple doesn't doesn't do ten phones a year; they do one phone a year, and this is it. Samsung, I think, would uh, would prefer that we didn't compare what Apple does with the iPhone because <laughs> with their phones because that tends to be a costly proposition for them. Um, so speaking of cost. The uh, uh, capacities and prices are the same as they were with yeah, the 4S. I was a little surprised that we didn't see any. 199, 299, 399, 16 gigabyte, 32. 3GS is gone. 3GS can be the, thrown on the pile with, yes. the, with the 30 pin connector. <laughs> you can now get an iPhone 4 for free and an iPhone 4S for 99. Mm-hmm. And then it's 199, 299, 399 for the iPhone 5. Okay. So it's the Apple's old game. Unless you you're just not upgraded. eligible for an upgrade, in which case it's, it's a billion dollars. 550, and 650. Yeah. I believe, having just looked do at my that. eligibility. <laughs> my do goodness. I, I'm, I'm eligible. I'm, I'm eligible. Ah. And I will be upgrading. Ha ha. Take that, Dan. Yeah. Son of a- All you have to do, Dan, is hold on to your yes. iPhone 3G for <laughs> as long as possible. I can get a 5 next year for... And you can... But Phil, you can get a 4 for free. Yeah, I might do that. <laughs> um, so, anything else to say about the iPhone 5 that we haven't... Uh, speaking of ticking off boxes that we haven't touched on? Hmm. Puzzled glances. There's a lot of little stuff in there that's kind of interesting, like the processor upgrade. Mm -hmm. uh, The A6, I believe. Yeah. Apple's going to keep going on that one. Um, There's three microphones now, just in case you didn't have enough for two. Extra noise-canceling. Noise-canceling earphones. HD FaceTime camera. I wanted to put a shout-out for that because anytime an app wants you to take your picture for an icon or you want to do FaceTime, it's all that – lousy low you know low quality front facing camera and they put a 720p uh higher quality display on that front facing camera now so you can actually uh it's all going to look better those pictures of yourself those icons of yourself or uh, or your facetime chats will look a lot better i think that's nice that they did that my 12 game center friends will really appreciate that <laughs> you can shoot a 720p video of yourself now Boy. Woo! Fantastic. No, but I think that's a good. I think it's good for um, FaceTime. Yeah, and other couple weird, like the uh, the headphone jack has moved to the bottom. Yeah, I wonder what that's going to be like. I mean, it's sort of what direction do you put it in your well, pocket? And that used to be. Is that still the case with the uh, iPod Touch? I believe it is. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's had one yeah. there for a while. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That that's new. Um, that's new yeah. Microphones, so so yes. as you know, they talk about like everything has been changed in this. So I think there are a lot of changes here that are mechanical and under the hood to get technological. Them, yeah. But your experience may not be as radically different. No, it's still it'll an be, iPhone. It'll be better. Right? It'll be faster. Um, you'll have more screen space. All that stuff. Still an iPhone. Still an iPhone. And no, and no defining feature, which I thought a little surprising. You know, the four introduced FaceTime. The four S introduced Siri. We didn't necessarily. The screen is the feature. There yeah, is not. There is not something done in software that panoramas. <laughs> That's about it. I don't know. Maybe the panoramas will be there on the older devices. Maybe I don't lightning. Even know. I don't know. Lightning, lightning, friend. There you go. Lightning. And uh, when it ships, it will ship with iOS 6, but you can yes. download iOS 6 if you've got an older device two days ahead of time before the the iPhone 5 arrives. It's very smart Lucky of Apple you. to do that. Septem- yes, <laughs> well, they've been doing that for a while, so that's not exactly shocking. But September 19th is our iOS 6, 6 ship date. Oh. I was saying that five times. Yeah, iOS no, 6 I, I don't ship want to. date. Oh, Lord. Um, and that was pretty much the only new thing, there except was, for maybe the stores. There was a little bit yeah. more on the stores. Yeah. 
I, I found that disappointing, actually, yeah, because I was, I, was, I was hoping they would have more information on Passbook because, as I've mentioned on previous podcasts, that is a feature that befuddles me and that, that cries well, out for a demo. It requires yeah. it requires app or at least file format integration, right, yep. because you have, to get a, you have to get a Passbook file that is you know, compatible that, that, that stores it there. It requires partners. Yeah, right. Because you've got to be able to have you know, people signed up who are willing to – Put their stuff in that yeah. format. That's going to take some time. I think that I think Passbook's going to take a little time. I think time. it's a it's a it strikes me as very much a a beachhead, right? A flag planting. Yeah. It's like, all right, we want to be in this space. We're not really sure. We're not like over committing to it. That uh, you know, we're not building in NFC. We're right. not doing all this stuff. We're gonna we're gonna find an app. We're gonna see who's interested in working with it. We're gonna see how it pay, how it plays out. You know, but maybe next it, year we'll get a whole thing about like one million people have used Passbook to buy a coffee at Starbucks. But we but we but we. We've heard that they have lined up partners. The airlines are testing it out. Yeah. We've heard. Right, but we haven't gotten but any not, firm so, information. So why on not it. have have an air airline guy come on stage and Fly Phil, in Phil and Schiller makes like he's boarding a plane and oh he left his tickets back in Cupertino. But wait, he has his phone. Mm-hmm. Why not have that demo and say, and this is coming soon? Why not? It it would help, I think, illustrate the feature. Yeah. I agree. I it's it is uh, of the features introduced in iOS 6, it is sort of the most enigmatic um, because we saw it first demoed in, you know, at WWC. And, you know, today, Scott Forcell sort of ran over everything that had already been introduced. And in talking about Passbook, he really, I mean, he basically made it look like a funny little app where you can shred cards. <laughs> and to me, that, you know, it's not exactly <laughs> compelling as far as that demo goes. But... There are some potentially interesting things that can be done with it. But I agree. They, they could have used this opportunity to shed a little more light on it and didn't. So for more on iOS 6, go download our other podcast where we talk about iOS 6, I, I guess is what we'll say. And we'll move yeah. on to the iPods. Not dead, not forgotten, not discarded like yesterday's. No. They came on after the iPhone. They were kind of the main event, which is weird. Yeah, that yeah. was – so like now we got this stupid iPhone out of the way. Let's talk about iPods. Let's talk Yay! about the iPod. iTunes. We've talked about Nano. iPods you, in a while. You can watch video again on your Nano. Yeah, I can. I guess. In it's fact, we did. Briefly. We did. We yeah. watched the Avengers very briefly on the Nano. All of it. Two and a half hours. Yeah. Wow. They, they shoot us out. They were mad at, mad at us. No, it, it's it's a tiny screen. It's like a, what, two-inch screen. It's yeah. tiny. But uh, you can do it. It's a touch screen. Uh, it's running something that looks like iOS, even though it's totally not iOS. It's a fake thing like the last Nano, except right. this Nano is bigger, uh, less likely to be worn as a watch because it's 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 now video capable like a again. Watch. Yeah, it would be it would be more like a wrist strapped laser if you if you put it on your right a, a flavor flav style watch <laughs> yeah. that you wear around your neck. Exactly, exactly. Listeners so, from the late nineteen eighties. <laughs> the the uh, uh, so I mean the idea there is that I think that they're trying yet another form factor with a nano, right? It's like let's try this one now. They've, they got nothing got the to fat lose. Nano. The thing, got the, right? This is back to the tall nano yeah. essentially. Yeah. I mean, but there's nothing for them to lose because the iPods at this point are you know they're yeah. a known quantity, and so they yeah. can rev this every year or two years and just say, hey, we're going to try something totally different and see how that flies. And I mean, they're never right. They've passed the point where that's a growth industry, right? And what, so what, what, they, what do they do with the nano? Who's the nano audience? And the, the nano audience is probably people who work out. Yeah, it's 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 you need it to be small because you want to take it on runs, uh, and you need it to be cheap because it's being bought by probably a younger audience who wants or something being bought cheap as a present for exactly. kids or so, something like that. So the that. key things there are size and 
price. And it's small and it's relatively cheap. And for the first time ever in an iPod that was not the iPod Touch, Bluetooth. Right. So you which can is do... surpri- I'm kind of shocked in some ways it took that long because years ago people had been speculating, will we ever see Wi-Fi in an iPod? And of course, yeah, we saw the iPod Touch and the iPhone, et cetera, and that sort of obviated that question. But the iPod Nano has sat there as sort of well, it's not really connected to anything. There's no way to get anything out of it. And even now, it's it's mainly limited to Bluetooth what, audio, speakers, right? Yeah. So speakers and headphones, car yeah. systems, that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's a That's weird cool. it's a weird positioning of product, but it's there to fill a niche. Um, yeah, like the shuffle, cheap and which small, is still there, cheap and small. Um, Cheaper, we did not hear smaller. anything about the iPod Classic. So uh, I looked on the store, and the sh- the shuffle was mentioned in the press release specifically that because the, they colored it to match yeah, the right. other yes, colors. It's, it's still available. Yeah, and that was mentioned on stage. And the, the classic is still listed in yeah. the store as of today, alongside the new model. So they're, they're presumably again, just still selling also a niche, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're selling a few every year, and you know, to DJs, well, people who have giant, giant music libraries, library. want to carry 160 gigabytes of music. They'll keep them. doing it until there's enough store, like until flash storage is cheap enough that you can shove a bunch of that into a nano right. and then you're done hey, spe- the, or an ipod touch speaking of the touch thank you jason for yes. mentioning the touch there in as the i was transitioning um you had a rather salient point i think it was you in the live blog huh. that, that that seems unlikely well yeah i was yeah. shocked as well that's why i remembered it yes um memorable that um this is one of the first instances where the touch doesn't feel like and here's here's that was la- me here's last year's iphone that was me yes uh the touch which hadn't been updated for Two years, really, um, other than that they turned it white last year. Magic. Uh, but other than that, it really was two years ago model. It was the 2010. Uh, got an update. And what's interesting about that update is it does feel a little bit less like last year's iPhone than it did in the past. The, sc- the screen was described on stage. We haven't had a chance to verify this, but Apple described it on stage as being the same screen that's in the iPhone 5, right? It's the I, same height. I overheard that more or less being confirmed at the yeah. press event by, uh, Greg, Looks like it. by Greg Joswiak. Yeah. So it sounds like – Well, he said it on stage. Right. So you know, he's I, still telling that story, so, right? So but it's it looks, consistent. You know, but it, so it looks good. It's not like, like kind of old technology. It's a retina. It's 16 by 9. You know, the – the processor is not this year's. It's last year's it's kind of the, processor. Well, it's the right. iPod third generation processor, yeah. is it not? The, the A5, the dual core the A5. third. No, the iPad. 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 Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's it's so it's it's not the one that's in the in the new phone, but it's sort of last the last generation of right. of processor. It's got a good camera, but it's not a it's not the the camera that's in the new but phone. But it has a bunch of the features of the camera. But it phone, does. Like Sapphire. Um, yes, and, what I found panorama was really interesting. Is this is the first time that the iPhone, the iPod, has looked less like an iPhone knockoff in some ways, right? Like in the previous yeah. years, it's kind of gone through a, several subtle iterations, but they've made it wildly different this time. Not least of which is it comes in different colors. It comes now. in colors on the on its. It's got an aluminum back, and it comes in colors or. Yeah, or like silver and black. It is also, and I will yeah. say this, and I comment. And the front is white on all of them except, except the, black the black one where it's black. And I commented to Jason about this when I picked one up, which is I find the it's insanely light. It may be – Dan thinks it's too light. I think it's too light. And that's why there's a wrist strap there's that comes with it. Which so I tested know. out while I was standing there yeah. talking to the guy there. The, the, there's a little button that pops out on the back yeah. and then you strap a – click a little wrist strap on it. Um, and then it won't – you won't lose it well, theoretically. Yeah. Supports playing. tethering quips the great Rich Siegel <laughs> on, on Twitter. Um, you should follow Rich Siegel on Twitter. He's very – he's very <laughs> – Also yeah. in person. So it's, it's, um, it's uh, good. It's, it's, uh, it, it feels 
you know, it feels more like a, a real product and less like a, you know, we you can't have afford to do an it. iPhone or don't want an iPhone with a contract. Here's basically the here's same thing. something that's not as yeah, you're right. Well, it used to be kind of like here's something that's not really nearly as good, but you can get it. And now this feels much less compromised. And, and as in the past, they really emphasize the gaming nature of the iPod Touch, right? Right. Um, which is clearly a big part of it. Um, it's it's a big part of how that product's positioned. I don't think it's a, a product that people say jog with as they do with the Nano. It's right. it's much more used as a gaming and media device. Right. Uh, and it's still got all the best-of-class features that you get from the iPhone built in as well, the, you know, web browsers and emails and all that. So it's basically – it's it's an interesting device. I, I think it's, uh, it's positioned well, and it definitely seems like this is something that's going to be pretty competitive. And those are coming in October, both the Nanos and the Touches. If- Memories, the new ones, and the old, yeah. and the old one the is four, still the around. The fourth generation stays around in its sixteen and thirty-two gigabyte yes, form. The cheap, the cheaper. There's, a, there's a sixty-four gigabyte new one too. Yes, yeah, but that's giant. But that's October. Yeah. Yes, October and more. And oh, I'm excited to ask this question: the new earbuds. I, I Apple, haven't tried them. Apple has heard – well, then you are not interesting to EarPods. me. Tell me. Them. Tell me about the EarPods, Dan Morin. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, well, well they deliver me from all, horrible, horrible earbuds that I have hated for more than a decade. I now. don't know what to say about this because I am, I am one of those people that was being described there who I have had terrible luck with the, with the original earbuds that have been around for – Oh, over a decade now. Uh, they do not stay in my ears. I tried jogging with one once a couple like months ago to just be like uh, I had broken my old, my other headphones. Like oh, I'll just take you know an iPod set is the most infuriating thing in the world to try and jog with them because they keep falling out and it's like I'm just trying to screw them back into your ears while you're running on a track is not really helpful. The new ones I only use them briefly while sitting at my desk and try jogging up and down the aisles here, but um, they strike me as I think the sound is better. Um, there did seem to be a little bit more bass response. It's a, it's not as good still as if you have a decent set of headphones. I think those are still going to beat these. But if these are free and coming with your phone, they're not that bad. As for the ergonomic factor of it, it felt like they stayed in my ears a little bit better, but they still don't, to me, don't quite sit right. They're very bizarrely shaped too, and it's hard to figure out exactly how snugly you want them to fit. So. And, and then, like they said, everybody's ears are different, and trying to make a one-size-fits-all pair of earbuds is incredibly hard. So we'll yeah. see. Didn't, didn't Johnny Ive say it's it's impossible, but we tried it anyway? Essentially. I mean <laughs> – Yeah. It, it's – I don't know. I mean – You might like them better, but I can't I, – I feel like I am not qualified to speak for someone else. I'm, goal, lo- I'm looking forward to them, and I can try them now because those are available Those are now. available Indeed. now. The, the, the goal there is, you know, baseline, right? They want, they want something so that you can listen to things out of the box and that will please – a majority of people and and the people who really care will get something else and and that's an interesting challenge because they're not meant to be best in class of anything they're just meant to be the ones that you get when you get an apple device so uh, but they're selling them yeah. on their own and if you want to buy a pair you can do so yeah they're available want to say anything about the forthcoming iTunes release I'm uh well let's see I, I mean the first thing that that happened when they showed it I said wow that's a lot of album cover art and it looks kind of like the iPad app and a music app and I hate the iPad music app and I hate yeah. their focus on cover art because it's like uh, a, dic- a dictate from a an old man who loved his record collection and thinks everybody listens to albums mm. and I think it's misguided I think that it's yeah, a, a I mean and if you're like me you have dozens of albums that have like one, one song track because you bought it, a track on yeah, iTunes right exactly, exactly. So, so that that part I was like oh man what are they doing here but then 
when Jeff Robin came out, who's the guy who wrote iTunes in the beginning, even before it was iTunes, and he began to do a demo, I got to see that, okay, this makes more sense. They're, they're trying some new user interface interactions. They're really trying to change what iTunes looks like. Some of the old stuff is still there and you can get to it. But you know they've got some features that are very clearly based on people's frustrations with iTunes. So it's things like you're trying to drag something around to add it to a playlist. It understands that you're dragging something around and it slides open a thing so you can drag it in and say put it in this playlist. And my favorite thing is the feature that lets you – is it Up Next? Up Next where you can queue songs. Which one of the things that's, that's always awesome. frustrated me about the iPod and about iTunes from day one is that something that SoundJam, the predecessor, actually had as a feature, which is say, play this next, right? I'm, I'm not at the end of this song. I don't want to play a new song now. Right. But when this song is done, I want to play – I know, what, play, song I I know what a song yeah. I want to listen to next or yeah. show me what's coming up. I don't want to listen to that song, but I do want to listen to this song. Let me put it in there. And you couldn't do that. There was no cue of music on – on you the can, on you iTunes, kind of fake it. They had that party yeah. party, party shuffle. You can party shuffle the, yeah. Or iMix, you can sort of fake it. <laughs> right. With. Party shuffle had that thing where it's like you can queue up a bunch of songs if you're playing them in a party or something, and then adjust them from your iPhone right. or whatever. But it's a lot of work to do. It what is a now, lot of work. What now you can literally just sort of take a song and drag it, and a thing slides out, and you say play this next, and it plays it next, and I which liked, is uh, great. I liked to look at the the new mini player because I actually use the mini player. Right. And, much more useful. You can add songs and and check what what's search. playing next and search from there. Yeah, all that stuff. That's yeah. It's got a little fly out below it. That, it's kind of like yeah. aimed at, I mean, there are a lot of utilities that do things like this and they clearly have taken that to heart and sort of said, all right, there are there are clearly things that people want yeah. to do that we're not offering. I think the question for me is, you know, Jason, you of course criticized iTunes for just, there's too much stuff in there and I, I wholeheartedly yeah. agree with that. And so it remains to be so seen. So about the other part? Yeah. How much they've taken out. And this is not until October that we'll see this. Yeah. So that's, that, that's the other, I mean, most of the criticisms people have about iTunes are not about what we saw today, which is about it as a right. music player. Which is about the switching and digital hub thing. Now they made a yeah. point because I thought going in, they're like, well, iCloud now sort of takes over from what iTunes used to handle, and you can play all your content from iCloud directly in iTunes now, which right. is interesting. And they were talking about iCloud in, in the context of uh, iTunes in Lightning the and, and, um, and um, the iOS devices where you're, you, you're, you're less reliant on yeah, device syncing. Right. Yes. Right. And so – I thought sitting there like, oh, well, they're talking – I wonder if this is a, a – they first moved to either – to basically removing syncing from iTunes, you know, making it more of a separate service. But, I mean, it doesn't – we saw nothing no. about syncing in that whatsoever. No. So what's the story there? Is it just moving into the background because they think people aren't going to need it as much? Because that was what we debated when we were talking about uh, syncing being problematic in iTunes is one – approach Apple could take here is to say, you know what? If you look out five years, nobody's syncing anything. It's all just in the cloud. So let's just not bother. Let's right. just, let's there's just too push many, There's still there. too many people who use it. I mean, I you use got a, very You've got a two gigabyte stuff, movie. You've got a two gigabyte movie sitting at your house and you need to get out the door and you're going to download it over the internet in order to put it on your device. Seems, you know, or there's you still lots of... Or Wi-Fi, it'll take Yeah, right. So there's still issues where, where, at least for the present, you need to do device syncing. But it's limited. And and I feel yeah. like in some ways it could be it could be offshored to a separate app that right. looks to iTunes and iPhoto right. instead of building it in where it's never quite... Never quite it belonged. hasn't made sense since the original iPod. Right. Basically.
Right. I mean, I find myself renting movies on the device now instead of renting them on iTunes and transferring them because that makes sense. Yep. But uh, you know, you still do every now and then need to transfer some file that you've got or music that you've got. Not all my stuff came from iTunes, right? I bought some MP3s in other places, and I want. I'd have but got iTunes matches for you. You know. Uh, so anyway, it's it would be nice if if there was another part of the story there that maybe is so nerdy that they wouldn't actually show it in an event. But maybe we'll see that we'll in October. Breath. Yeah. Uh, I think we've reached final thoughts time. Final impressions from being there live today while Apple made product history. New iPhone, new iPods, iTunes coming, iOS 6 coming next week. It's Apple rolling forward, right? It's updating everything for the fall because they know they're going to sell a lot in the holiday quarter. There was nothing I felt that really stood out as – Oh my! Like this is the thing. This no. is the new thing. Right? No, it was just pushing, ever, pushing this everything forward. Basically, everything. It, we we've seen the September. In fact, events not every event. announcement can be the Beatles coming to iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I forgot. In fact, uh, you know, there's lots of rumors out there that there might be another product launch by Apple this fall, and uh, I sort of felt that while I was watching this event. That in some ways, this event felt like clearing the decks for another event that Apple feels more excited about, which is a little strange because it's the iPhone. It's more than half of Apple's business. Right. But maybe Apple is not as excited about doing something like bringing out a new iPhone as they are about bringing out a new smaller iPad. Which to me is weird because that doesn't seem like a kind of thing that would necessarily hold up on its own in an entire event. Uh, yeah, it's weird. It'll be interesting to see if there is indeed another event with another product like that. But it, it, I, I was struck by how strange it was that the iPhone didn't come last. I think maybe that's just Apple admitting that what they had was what everybody already knew. And so they were just going to get it out there at the beginning and move past it to talk about other stuff. But I was a little surprised at that. And and yeah, this was really all about just pushing everything a little bit further forward. And I'm sure there are going to be people out there criticizing it because Apple you know, had to do something revolutionary and they failed and they did you know did they have to do anything revolutionary i kind of don't think they did they're kind of rolling as it is so make everything make everything better for the same price make everything thinner and lighter and more powerful and, and for in the same that price. sense it, it reverts to pattern for apple which for years held september events that revamped the entire ipod lines yep. this um, is a lot like those music this, events it is though i would say and the is. foo fighters right, right down to the musical act at the end that's right exactly uh, that's right you know so, it's a, a music event in september because what we've foo fighters seen is this weird positioning where the iphone went from something that was being released at wwdc or announced at wwc for the last several years yeah and then shifted to its own event in October last year. But that seemed more just like a stopgap to move it into a September lineup. So that – I mean September is the time you want to do it, right? Positions it yeah. for the holiday season. It's brand new. I think we can probably expect to see new iPhones in September most years from here on out. This might be the new strategy. I think that's yeah. where it's going. Interesting. Well, whatever Apple has to announce later this fall, if anything at all, we will be here to podcast it and i'm sure we will be joined by jason snell and dan warren and we will thank them as enthusiastically as i thank them for joining me today thank you boys. Well, i'm trying to parse that you're welcome phil yes no i'm just saying thank you for I'm showing welcome, up welcome phil and, i oh. and thank you listener for joining us today thank uh you, stick with macworld.com throughout the next few weeks as we write more about today's product announcements have reviews and hands-ons and up closes and personals and everything you could possibly want to read about iphones ios ipods and some things you don't and, and some things you'd rather not read about at all, but you'll read them. 
because you're, you you're, good, good you're, you're loyal you're, readers. You're thank good you. people. Uh, thank you, and uh, we'll see you again a week from now. Bye-bye. 